And so if you're not making it happen, it's because there's a fear there that's stopping you and you owe it to yourself and you owe it to your friends and your family to leave a legacy, right? Potentially your children to make that dream happen um, and to bring it to fruition. So go face your fears. If you don't know how to do it, find somebody who knows how to do it and do it because uh, you were given that dream for you to bring to life. Here it is, that moment you've all been waiting for. We all have gifts to give to the world. Do you know what yours are? Are you ready to make so much money you don't know what to do with it? Are you ready to have the best relationships with the ones closest to you? Can you handle the happiness and success? Hold on tight, cause you're tuned in to Momentum Media's Success Talk with your favorite host, Ryan Durden. everybody welcome back we have rachel gilmore on the show today um, rachel is a freedom coach and transformational speaker uh, so how's, how's it going this morning rachel it's awesome how are you doing well um, so i know we were talking earlier about the snow over there and the difference between our our weathers um, so i'm in arizona and rachel's in charlotte north carolina uh, <laughs> so uh it's a little little different um but she said it's sunny out there um, so Rachel, what is, um, how long have you been coaching? Oh, wow. Well, so, um, prior to like life and business coaching, I was fitness coach. So I had a fitness studio and I did personal training and I did some wellness coaching. And that's really when I got into life coaching. Cause I realized that everybody came through the door, whether they were looking to lose weight or get in their best shape. Um, you know, there was some catalyst in their life that was happening. And so a lot of life coaching was just happening organically. Mm -hmm. Um, so I'm going to say for probably about the last 12 years, um, I've been coaching. Wow. So it was, it was pretty easy transitioning in from fitness into life coaching. Yeah, I wouldn't say easy. <laughs> Anytime you're an entrepreneur, it's a little bit different. Um, I would say the biggest difference is, is when I had my studio, people would walk in the door. Mm, you know? yeah. So when people wanted to get in shape or lose weight or whatever, they would walk in the door. Um, and so there was a little bit more traditional advertising. I actually had a place that people came to versus coaching is, um, you know, it's mostly online and uh, you do have word of mouth, but it's not like a physical location people walk in the door to. So it was a little bit of a learning curve because prior to that, all the businesses that I owned were brick and mortar where you walked in the door. So mm -hmm. we did more traditional advertising advertising um, and this was a little bit different so there was a little bit of a in terms for what it was for me the coaching part was easy for me what's been challenging for me is the learning of the online marketing that has yeah. been a, a challenge for me getting clients yeah through online marketing that's <laughs> that's you know I always say like ah don't make me do tech stuff like I love to yeah. get inside of people's heads mm -hmm. and that comes very naturally to me but when you put me on tech and you want me to like create stuff funnels and you know <laughs> so I'm like oh my goodness I just yeah that's where my challenge lies so where, what do you think has worked um, the best for you so far um, you know, honestly, it's building relationships. So one of the things that I did early on when I closed my studio was I started what was then a, um, like a networking group. And so we would get together weekly and network. Um, 
and refer business and that sort of thing. And so there was a lot of relationship building happening there. And then I realized that I didn't want to do traditional networking. I wanted to do more of, I wanted to do more coaching. I wanted to help people reach their goals. And I found that some of you would show up at these events and they would pass business cards and expect to get business. And I'm like, there's a better way. There's a different way. And perhaps they have to grow to meet the level of what they want to achieve. So um, I was of course getting clients through that, but also then I wanted to, I wanted to teach these people. So we transitioned into more of a, a training leadership coaching, um, kind of accountability let me hold your hand and guide you through this journey platform um so that was really kind of the big thing that i i started doing was building relationships and the challenge with that was now i'm in charlotte north carolina and all of my clients are in charlotte north carolina you know i'm doing online coaching (laughs) and uh my clients are in charlotte north carolina so i'm like okay i have to i have to embrace getting on this online world and um and connecting with people outside of Charlotte. Yeah, that's cool. So, um, where did um, like, where where did you start? Like, I, I know you did some isogenics. Is that right? Some network marketing. I did. Um, is that the reason why you kind of transferred from fitness into this world, or did that have anything to do with it? Um, so yes and no, the answer is both. When I had my um, fitness studio, of course, you know, I was approached on a daily basis with companies wanting to me to uh, sell their products. Yeah. And I was at an event actually in Dallas, Texas, um, doing a, was a certification course or something in the fitness world. I don't remember what it was. And I connected with the lady who was doing esogenics and I was like, no, thanks. Not interested. And I get approached with stuff all the time. I believe in, you know, eating this way, that way. Well, long story short, I ended up developing a relationship with her and I ended up seeing some results from clients. And then I knew it wasn't like Photoshopped because I had this relationship with her. Yeah. And so then I ended up trying it myself and I had a couple of my uh, favorite clients using it and, and people were getting really phenomenal results. So I kind of dove pretty hardcore and heavy into isogenics for a while and did really well with it when I had my fitness studio. But what ended up happening was um, I went through a major shift in my life over a course of a couple of years. I, um, I ended up very sick. Um, I ended up going through divorce and up yeah, my whole world kind of started crumbling down. And that was about the time that I was making the transition out of fitness and into uh, life coaching. And so it was more of a, um, I needed to close my studio for health reasons. Mm-hmm. Was, there, was, so, there like, was there like a, a specific book that you first read that got you into uh, life coaching? Or was it like a person or you just going out and you know so interestingly enough when i um when i was a major and i dropped out of college and i didn't get a degree but um i love psychology so kind of the natural uh it was very natural for me to connect with people and to see what they don't see so and i think that the best coaches right that's all we're, we're just here to help guide people to what they don't see so that they can make those changes and so it just kind of has always come really naturally for me so i found myself naturally doing it and being drawn to and i remember at one point thinking i'm making way more money um, as an entrepreneur 
um, than I would ever be as a psychologist. Um, And I'm getting to help people. And I feel like, you know, in a lot of ways, I'm giving them real tools and I'm there and and I can share my experiences and there's greater transformations happen. So I've read, I've read so many books. I could share with you some of the books that I've read that have been very impactful in my life. But for me, it's just, it's almost like been a journey my entire life getting to this point where I'm just, um, each step has gotten me closer to my highest purpose. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, one of the things I always say to clients is they're like, oh, you know, I start here and then I change my mind and I want to do this and I want to do that. I'm like, each thing we do, each business I've had, I've owned several businesses prior to the fitness center. I had a pet resort, you know, each of those taught me life skills and lessons and things that I need to do in order to be where I am today. So none of those, I was never on the wrong path. I was always on the right path. But I just keep, I allowed myself to redirect um, as I felt. Does that make sense? So mm-hmm. when I would feel like, okay, I'm moving into, I'm moving into a different arena and it's all of it has been in personal growth, personal development, helping people and never at any of the point along the way have I stopped growing. You know, even when I, you know, was doing life coaching, I went in and became an NLP practitioner and I just continue my growth and learning and understanding. And then, you know, and then ultimately ended up into Earth and Soul Adventures, which we haven't got into yet, but it's yeah. a profession. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, so when you, when you take on a client now, like where do you start with them? Um, well, everything, so I start with childhood. Mm-hmm. Um, I've studied quite a bit of, inner child work. I've done a lot on myself and I've done a lot with clients and I've um, taken some classes and courses on facilitating that. Um, Basically, I want to get to why you believe what you believe, Mm. you know, and then I begin to break down um, this way that you believe may not be the truth, you know, and until people see that they're not yet empowered, you know, Mm. it's like, um, you know, I can put this up to my face and when it's right here, so close to my nose, I can't see it. Right. But when I move it back, ah, I can see what it says, but maybe you can see what it says, right? You can see it. So that kind of thing where I need to get them to the point where they see that all these belief systems that they've had about themselves, about the life, about abundance, about anything, um, is just a programming and it may or may not be the truth. And then once they see it, then we can work together on, creating what actually is the truth and, and literally reprogramming the subconscious mind. So I always go back to childhood. I have everybody write out their life story and we go to some of their earliest memories and we begin to unpack what they thought about themselves, what they thought about the people around them, what they thought about the world at large. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, if they're working on abundance, what they felt about money. Um, and we start really uncovering some of these issues that are at the core of why they believe what they believe and why they're stuck and not getting the results that they want. Amazing. That's amazing. Um, So your earth and soul adventures, um, how long have you been doing that? So that came about in 2018. And um, that's, this is like my favorite story in the world. So, you know, I'm working with clients in Charlotte, North Carolina, right? Because that's where most of my work is being done. And um, I am on a, a backpacking journey through Southeast Asia. And I'm on this little island in Indonesia and um, Lombok, Gili T. And I have a call with one of my clients back here in Charlotte. 
And I remember, I remember what we were talking about. I remember we had, she had this powerful breakthrough, something dealing with her dad. She had this moment of awareness. She was like, oh, this is it. You know, this is the thing we've been digging and trying to find. And I said, okay, when we get off this call, I need you to take some time and I need you to journal and I need you to allow that to integrate. And I need you to see how that this new perspective you have can shift your entire life. You know, anyways, and she says to me, she says, to, I believe her to dance. She's like, I got to get her dinner and I got to take her dance. And basically she was saying, I don't have time to sit down and allow this to integrate and allow me to process how this has created the beliefs that I have. And, and I got off the phone with her and I just felt this feeling of like, she should be here with me because I'm on an island where there's no cars. You know, if you want to get around, you're either walking around a bicycle and it's just beautiful and magical and amazing. And I'm like, she should be here with me because then she could allow this to take hold in herself and, and really be intentional about a new way of thinking and believing now that she is the awareness that the old one's no longer serving her. And I just was like, okay, I've got to create something where I can take my clients um, outside of their comfort zone outside of their routine and normal life. And so then I started doing some research. Is there research showing that when you take somebody out of their environment, that the healing can happen? And, you know, you come across these quotes, like you can't heal in the same environment in which disease was created. Right. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, ah, oh, you know, this is, this is, this is, there's something to this. And so in my researching, I, um, I'm like, I came across the Transformation Travel Council and I'm reading on their website and it's like, oh, yes, 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 this is everything I'm saying. So then I ended up um, becoming a mentor through the Transformation Travel Council. I went through their program in 2018 and, um, and that's when Earth and Soul Adventures was formed. And it's really, it's not a retreat. We're not going on a retreat. We're not sitting and working on a workbook all week long. I'm literally taking people on adventures where I'm getting them outside of their comfort zone because when somebody's outside of their comfort zone, when they're facing a fear, their subconscious mind starts telling you everything you need to know why they're afraid to do this thing. And then more than likely, it's the same reason why they're afraid to do all these other things across all areas of their life, whether it's relationships or business or whatever, right? Mm -hmm. So I'm taking people on these adventures, they're facing their fears, they're getting outside of their comfort zone. We're out and we're also having fun. And so they're releasing serotonin and dopamine and they're feeling good. They're becoming vulnerable because they're now they're trusting me and they're opening up to me. And um, so we really created an environment in which somebody's trusting me to share anything and everything with me so we can get to the root of the problems. And then they're just sharing what their fears are and we're able to process through things very quickly. And then we have time because they're not at home. They're not in their routine. They don't have distractions. They're not being triggered by sights, smells, sounds to where we can really begin to create a new neural pathway in the brain. One in which they they're, they know what they want and they've been able to identify this way. I believe have been believing is not the truth. Here's the truth. So you see what I'm saying? It's starting a new programming and we have enough time on these trips. We do like the, the ones abroad or 10 days to really get some solid footing, grounding in a new belief system so that when they come back home, um, they have a really strong foundation for moving forward with these new belief systems. That's outstanding. That's amazing that you, that you thought of that and yet you're doing it. Um, what, how many people do you, uh, usually take on, on these journeys? 
Um, it depends. I've done, um, I did a couple. It was just me and one couple. And we went um, and did an adventure and that was beautiful and amazing. And I loved working with that couple. Um, and then I've done groups of four. I've done groups of eight. I think the biggest one I've done so far is 12. So my goal, ideally in a perfect world, would be somewhere around eight people. It's a really good size. It's intimate. The connections are strong. Um, and people become lifelong friends afterwards. Yeah, for sure. Where, where are some of the places that you've been? Um, Indonesia. I went to Bali because Bali is one of my favorite places in the world. I love Bali. I want to take everybody to Bali. In fact, I'm going back there in October taking a group. Uh, Puerto Rico. Puerto Rico is actually an amazing place. I love Puerto Rico. I don't think that enough, we don't hear enough about Puerto Rico. Um, that was a really great place to go. Um, Nepal. Um, and then I've got, I want to do one in Portugal. So I'm basically right now working with, um, doing some shorter ones here in the United States and then some longer trips abroad. That's cool. So, yeah, so, um, people, I mean, you make it affordable, right? Like people can do it in the States so they don't have to go to Bali. Um, so do you have like different packages that you offer? Yeah, so um, I do weekend adventures too. So like mm. right now, every weekend, just about every single weekend, I take a group hiking, rock climbing. Um, we do different things. And it's just, you know, a one day adventure. Um, mm. And so I've kind of shifted my coaching. I still do a little bit of one-on-one -on -one coaching online, but my what I hope to by the end of this year have a complete shift to where if I'm working with somebody, there's going to be an adventure involved. So um, if they're local, then we would go on a day adventure together. Mm -hmm. um, and if they're not local to me, then, then we would identify something in their air that they could go do because they could go on an adventure. If you've, if you've never been hiking and uh, that's the adventure we decide on and you decide, okay, this Saturday I'm going hiking and you go out alone. Yeah. When you get on that trail and you start up that trail, your mind is going to start running wild, telling you all the reasons why you should quit or, or whatever, right? Yeah, right. And so then we can unpack that and see why they're, you know, it's just, it's such a powerful tool for me to really help them um, realize that these belief systems that they have are universal across all areas of their life and where we need to go to work on changing them. So my, my, Coaching program is shifting to, if you want to work with me, you're going to have to be willing to go on some adventures. Well, have you ever thought about uh, skydiving? Yes, actually. <laughs> it goes rock climbing with me here. That's one of the things they want to do is they want to go skydiving as well. So, yeah. Can you imagine you're like getting ready to jump out of an airplane and your mind is like talking? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's crazy. That's that's awesome though. Yeah, you guys should definitely do do the skydiving thing for sure. You can come and go with us. <laughs> I'll, yeah, I'll go. I, I'm so scared to do it. Um, really? I told myself I would never do it, but then like something clicked last year, and I'm like, I you know I, I'm not gonna be here forever, so I might as well just get out and just do it and just face my fears, right? Yeah. Uh, so did you do it? <laughs> I haven't done it yet. Ah! <laughs> I haven't done it yet, but I want to really bad. It's amazing. I love it. I've been three times. Three times? And, yeah. And what's interesting is each time the fear is less, mm -hmm. right? Like the first time it's totally unknown. You're waking out a little bit. You're like sweaty palms. You're like, you know, clenching a little tight. And then the second yeah. time you're like, okay, I've done this once. I'm still really scared, but I've done this once. So I know what kind of what to expect. Yeah. The third time 
I was so calm. I was so level-headed. I was, of course, I was tandem. And the guy jumping with me, he's like, you could be a professional skydiver. He's like, I've been, he had been doing it like over 20 years. He's like, I've never had anybody so emotionally calm. And I think about it and I thought, you know, this is really parallel to life because the more that we face our fears, the more we are willing to face the force and we might not be comfortable when facing them, but we almost know that we're going to be okay when we face them. Right. And then, and when we get to a point where we keep facing our fears over and over and over again, we get to a point where we're like, I can do this. I'm calm. I'm level-headed. My palms aren't sweating. I'm in a really good emotional state and I'm just facing my fears. And, and that's really, I think what we want to get everybody to, because we're all just living within our comfort zones and it's keeping us from living our greatest potential. Right. Sure. So um, it was a really good for me to witness my, how I am. So now I am like, I like to think of myself as like a professional fear facer. Right. <laughs> if it brings me fear, that's probably an indication I need to do it. We were right. out living to uh, Levingworth, Washington last week yeah. um, for a transformation travel council gathering. And it was 28 degrees out. And there's a river and that river was probably 15 degrees below zero. We're like, let's strip down and get in, you know? And I'm like, absolutely. I'll do it. And people are like, Oh my God, you're so crazy. I'm like, I'll, I'm at a point though where I'm like, let's do it because I know that I'm going to gain some vital, um, it, well, it, 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 it builds confidence. It's like, if I can do this, I can do anything. So what else am I not doing? Because I'm afraid of, well, let me go and face that fear. Right. And that's the only way to grow, right? Right. (laughs) So when are you jumping out of an airplane? (laughs) Uh, Soon, soon. (laughs) So where can everybody, where can everybody find you? Do you have a website, um, Facebook group? Um, Just start dumping all your stuff. (laughs) Earth and Soul Adventures, earthandsouladventures.com. On Facebook, I've got a Facebook page and a Facebook group. Um, I'm on meetup as well, but locally only, you know, here in Charlotte. Um, but yeah, so if you go jump on the page, you can see some of the things that we're up to, some of the trips we have planned are coming. Um, and you know, life is always an adventure. So go take yourself on an adventure and, uh, perhaps it will show you the truth of who you really, really are, which is an amazing, capable human being who can accomplish anything that you put your mind to. And Perhaps sometimes you just need somebody saying, you got this, you can do this. That's right. That's right. Um, So if you want to leave just one more thing with the audience, um, just to to remember you by um, a quote, um, a saying, a slogan, um, whatever it is that you want to leave with the audience. You know, what just came to my mind um, is everything that you desire is on the other side of fear. Mm-hmm. And I just mm-hmm. want people to know that literally, if you have a dream in your heart, if you have a desire for something, you've been given it, not the person next to you or not the person down the street, like you've been given it because you have every single thing that you need to make it happen. And so if you're not making it happen, it's because there's a fear there that's stopping you and you owe it to yourself and you owe it to your friends and your family to leave a legacy, right? 
potentially your children, to make that dream happen um, and to bring it to fruition. So go face your fears. If you don't know how to do it, find somebody who knows how to do it <laughs> and do it because uh, you were given that dream for you to bring to life. That's right. I love it. So thank you so much, Rachel. Um, it's been awesome. Uh, you have so much knowledge. Um, I encourage anybody who is not facing their fears to go to Rachel and face your fears, go on an adventure, get your, get your mind right, clear your mind and start from, from scratch. Um, so <laughs> so thank, thank you again, Rachel. Um, you're amazing. And uh, we'll talk soon. Thank you. All right.